listening to Lead Defend, the podcast designed to help you grow in faith and leadership as you navigate the stages of your young adulthood. We address important faith topics and provide practical life tips, helping you build your faith as you engage in a changing culture. Here are your hosts, Seth Tucker and Ryan Scantling. Hey, welcome to Lead Defend Podcast. We hope that you were a part of the Lead Defend Conference, and if you weren't, you can check out some of our past content where we've discussed some of the the conversations and topics that happened at Lead Defend, but Ryan and I are really glad to have you. Ryan, uh, we're going to be talking about a topic that's kind of on my heart today, and so I'm going to let you kind of ask questions, but, uh, but when it comes to pain and suffering, uh, have you uh, maybe experienced something that God has used to shape you in the form of pain or suffering? Well, you know, Seth, I think everybody... You know, there's in our world, a lot of people would struggle with the concept that they're a sinner. Like, maybe not everybody would agree with that. Yeah. But every college student I talk to can agree that the world is broken and there's hurt and pain. Yeah. And and we know all that kind of falls from sin. But for me personally, uh, when I was 18, my 15-year-old sister passed away. And so, man, you just deal with this hurt, this heartache, this yeah. sorrow. Uh, my parents were divorced multiple times growing up. And so... Yeah, and, and the truth is, it's not that my story is even abnormal. Like these are the stories of tens of thousands of people that we interact with. Yeah, but there, there's people who who would say, you know, if God is good, yeah. then why does He allow this to take place? Yeah, it's a fair right? question. It is. It's a good question. It's the question that we we're going to talk some about today, but. At the same point, you know, we all are going through this, and it's it's mm. part of the three circles, you know, evangelism tool. Sure, right? It's the idea that this world isn't the way God designed it to be. Yeah, and uh, and so uh, let's let's just let's just jump in and let's let's ask a few questions and just see see where we're going. Sure. Well, let's start kind of big picture. Yes. Like, why do you think that evil exists? Well, evil exists because of love, and here's what I mean. Okay. For love to be genuine between God and his creation, between creation and their God, there has to be freedom, mm. okay? Because if there's no freedom, there's no love. Freedom is required for there to be genuine love. Yeah. Otherwise, we just have to go along with whatever God designed us to do and, and to be. And so he created us with the opportunity of, of, of love by giving us freedoms, so, so you're saying that there are really two options. It's either yeah. you have freedom yeah. or you you're have just, complete you, bondage. You, yeah, you just, well, yeah, bondage or, or just, you're just doing whatever you were programmed to do Sure. at that point. And so when God put the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the garden, he gave them choice yeah. to choose to obey him or choose not to. And that enabled them to love God or to sin. And, yeah. and mankind chose sin. And so why does evil exist? Just like all of us would. Yeah, yeah, every one of us would. And so why does evil exist? It's because of the sin that entered the world through freedom, mm. Adam and Eve's sin, and it affected all of creation, right? Yeah. It didn't just affect human humans, it affected the world. That's why we have now tornadoes, earthquakes, sure. you know, all these natural disasters, death in and of itself. So let me ask you this question. Was yeah. God wrong in giving us freedom? No, because he loved us enough to want a genuine relationship with us sure i think it's the same thing on seth you have kids and yeah. that's something oh we're going you there can't comprehend yeah. until you have kids it's yeah. the same thing as like if you try to force your kids to love you it just wouldn't work very well it doesn't work you know and and we're going to talk about 
about how God is as a parent to his children yeah. in, in a few minutes as well. But so why is sin, why is evil in the world? Why is pain and suffering and evil exist because of the fall? I mean, mm. it's not, the world isn't the way God originally designed it. Yep. You know, we've been, it's been twisted and changed. Also, um, evil exists because people sin. Yeah. Okay. People in their freedom can hurt other people. Mm. And we've all experienced that. Every yeah. one of us, every one of you listening and watching, you have experienced suffering and pain and evil because people hurt you. But I think the flip side of that is sometimes suffering and pain and evil happens because I sin. I hurt other people. Like I've hurt people, yeah. uh, you know, uh, in the time that we've worked together, I may have hurt you, you know, it, it, it's, it's quite possible. Not physically, because let's be honest, Seth, I could take you right now. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Okay, I, I'm just saying it right here in <laughs> front of everybody. You could take me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, depends on what weapon I bring. Oh, sure, me, sure, sure. Whatever. Okay. Um, also, you know, evil uh, exists because my sin sometimes has consequences that brings pain and suffering upon myself. Yeah. Now, as a Christian, there's no heavenly consequences. Like, my, I've been redeemed in the blood of the Lamb. I'm forgiven. But because of my sin, there are earthly consequences sometimes. Yeah. I mean, Jesus said it in John 16, 33, I think. In yeah. this life, he said, you will face trouble or yes. suffering or hardship. Some, yes. some would translate it. That's right. Um, and then the lastly is, is why does evil exist? Because we have an enemy. Wow. And and Satan does long to to cause a, a rift between us and God. He yeah. wants us to doubt God, doubt his goodness, and so he brings hardship upon us sometimes. Sometimes he does he brings that rift because he gives us good things like he what we want in this world. But but the enemy can attack us and that brings evil. Sure. So so we've kind of talked about like why does evil exist? Yeah. And, and we can trace it back to that first decision away yeah. from God that yeah. both Adam and Eve made together, but also independently. Um, so I guess the next question would be, how can a good God ever let his children experience pain and suffering? So yeah. evil exists, sure, yeah. but God also seems to allow us to be affected by it. So as a father, um, one of the worst things I could ever do for my children is to allow them to never experience pain and suffering. Hmm. Uh, if I guarded them from ever falling out of a treehouse or ever, you know, uh, you know, riding a bike, you know, and, and falling and scraping themselves. So you're saying you push your kids out of treehouses? Um, <laughs> well, let's just say that I don't have a railing around our treehouse. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but, but if I never let them experience pain and then one day they leave my home, like, they would be horrible human beings. Yeah. Okay. They would never experience uh, caution. They would never experience growth that comes from pain. Mm -hmm. And and so as a parent, like I I need my children to experience a healthy, managed, you know, dose of of pain and suffering. And because evil exists in the world and there is pain and suffering, you know, God uses our pain and suffering to grow us. Yeah, he uses sure. it to mature us. And um, an example of that. Okay is uh, my wife and I, after our first child before our second, we we actually had a second in between. We, we lost a child. Yeah. And it was the hardest time we've ever experienced in our lives. And uh, we could have done a couple of things. We could have numbed the pain, which is what most people do, right? We yeah. I think we've discussed that maybe on here, is people like to numb pain, whether it's drugs and alcohol or more likely probably for many people, it's going to be like just watching Netflix and entertaining ourselves sure. away from pain. 
So we could have done that, but instead we fasted for two weeks. Yeah. And we just let the 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 fasting intensify our pain for a moment so that we would draw mm. nearer to God. And so pain is not something that's meant to be numbed or avoided. Pain is meant to, to bring us to that point of needing God more. Yeah. So when my children get hurt, right, and mm-hmm. I allow them to go through some pain and suffering, um, in that moment, do they, like, run to their room and hide? No. They come to me. Wow. And I pick them up, and I love them, and I caress them, and I, and I, and I help heal their wounds. And, and it's, an, it's an embracing uh, nearness yep. that only comes in pain. Sure. You know, I mean, if they're not in pain, they're not going to treat me that way. You know, yeah. I mean, Mike. As, I mean, because of their pain, they, they need yeah. you to nurture them yes. back to health. And and that's what God uses our pain for. Now, it, it, it needs to be reminded that God doesn't author this pain. Wow. Not all the time. Sometimes he might test our faith sure. and allow things to happen, but he's not the author of pain and evil and suffering. Mm. He's not. It exists in the world because of freedom. But God uses those those moments to grow us. So, so let me ask this, Seth, because this is something that I, I, I've been asked several times with college students, young adults, yeah. who, who have this this point in their life where they've experienced the the consequences of sin. And, and there have been some people who said, oh, you were just sowing your wild oats. And, and that's probably good for you at some point. Now, you would say that God comforts us through pain and suffering, but... Does God desire for us to sin, which sometimes causes that pain and suffering? No. I mean, it's definitely not his desire for us to sure. to go and uh, sow wild oats. That's not God's desire Absolutely. for us. So, so how do we distinguish between pain and suffering, which yeah. often comes from sin, yeah. and the sin that caused that pain and suffering? Yeah, I mean— Part of the growth process through pain and suffering is for God to to remove sin from our lives. Yeah. Okay. So, like another example is I struggled with depression for a year and a half, which mm. we know there's clinical issues sure. like that where people face that because of medical problems. For me, it was a circumstantial issue. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, my 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 circumstances changed for a moment. I took a huge pay cut I didn't know I was taking. Yeah. Things like that. And through that time of dealing with depression and seeing a counselor, um, God grew me out of some pride that was in my heart. Sure. He humbled me. Okay. Wow. So that, that nearness that developed between me and God was because I was repentant of my sin. Yeah. I, I think sometimes God doesn't desire for us to sin, yeah. but the way God confronts sin in our life yeah. Often causes pain oh, and suffering man. because he wants us to get to a healthy spot, yeah. and, and we know the same thing. Right now, people are getting first and second doses of this vaccine, which we're thankful for. And in the same way that when they get those doses, they get a fever or their arms sore, yeah. it, it's a sign that pain and suffering is a sign that man, something incredible is happening there. Like yes. it's fighting this this virus eventually. That's so. right, and you know. <laughs> pain and suffering um and we can't ever ascribe it to god because i yeah. mean he wasn't the author but our god is so big that he can take our poor choices mm. our sin or other people's sin yeah and he can use it for good and he has promised that he will turn all things for our good and for his glory well it and isn't that the, just the mind-blowing thing that we live in a broken and evil world yet 
God even redeems the messiest, nasty pieces and corners of it. That's right. And that that story of redemption is the grand scheme of all of this, right? Yeah. The world isn't as God designed it. Pain and suffering exists because we sinned and, and the world has fallen, okay? But Jesus Christ is going to return one day, okay? Yeah. He redeemed us spiritually on the cross. He died on the cross to forgive us of our sins so that we can live with him for eternity. And one day he's going to return and he's going to take this messed up world and he's going to make it right. Yeah. He's going to fix it. And it'll be even better than he had d- designed it originally. Man, okay. that's good news. Yeah, it's great news. And the truth is, though, like even even though we can look forward to that eternally, and, yes. and we pray that Jesus come quickly, yeah. uh, we still live in this world that's messed up, broken, yeah. distorted. I, I think, Seth, one of the biggest lies that some Christians believe is that when they trust Jesus, everything gets easy all of a sudden. And, and that's not true. <laughs> no, no. Jesus I mean, doesn't shield us from pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. But having Jesus, we have a companion in and through it. Yes, that's the idea, right? Is is he's not going to just make your life full of cupcakes and sunny days? Okay, yep. that's not that's not. <laughs> I like some cupcakes. I like me so. I had I had four for my son's birthday this past weekend. Four, all, four. Hmm. I'm sorry. You know, I, well, I, truthfully, I, <laughs> I, I I tasted some carrot cake cupcakes the other day. I'm a I'm a carrot cake fan. Bro, it was good. It's the cream cheese icing. I think you so. Know? Yeah, it I is. can do without the carrot yeah. stuff, but. Yeah. It's the and how do, they, do they actually mince carrots? They do. Shredded. Okay. Shredded carrot. Interesting. Yes. But uh, back to the idea, okay? it's Because uh, <laughs> it's not all yeah, cupcakes. No, it's not all cupcakes. Um, it, it's the fact that Jesus Christ, he, he literally is burdened for his children when they're suffering. Yeah. He loves us enough that he's going to let us suffer, mm. but he's going to use that suffering to draw us near to him and he's going to walk through our pain with us. Yeah. And that's a promise that he gives that he will be with us in our pain and suffering. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm that I can't get that scripture out of my head that John 16:33 in this world you will face trouble, but yes. be courageous for I have overcome the world. That's right. And, he is the victor. I mean, we we can have confidence not in ourselves through suffering and hardship, but through Jesus and what he did in our redeemer. And 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 sometimes He's going to fix your circumstances now wow. on this earth. Yeah. But sometimes he, he, he doesn't, and it waits. Yeah. And it, it will be redeemed one day. But in the meantime, he will walk through it with you. And if you're listening and, and you're going through something right now that you haven't shared with anyone or haven't, haven't really found that, that redemption yet in, know this. Know that you're not alone, okay? Um, you may be going through some difficult things right now, but you're not alone. Know that your God is good. Okay, our God, no matter our circumstances, He is good, and He has always proven Himself. We need to remember that that there have been other times when we've needed God to do something, and He has. And in this case, He's going to again. He is still a good God. And and then I'd also say this because I don't know what you're going through, but in my life, what I've had to learn in my pain and suffering is that people are not my enemy. Okay, my wow. enemy is evil and darkness, and the prince of the power of the air, which is Satan. And, and my enemy is not people. Um, there might be people that hurt you. There might be people that are still hurting you. And you need to find safety, but you need to understand that people are not your enemy. Uh, evil is. And so uh, I would encourage you, if, if you haven't sought help, find help. Uh, talk to a counselor if you need to. Find uh, a medical professional if you need to. Or I'd also say this, if you're going, if someone is hurting you, don't be around that person. Find your way to safety and to get away from that circumstance. But know that 
your God is good and people aren't your enemy and you're not alone. Mm, that's a good word. Yeah. Hey, until next time, we'll catch you at Lead Defend. Lead Defend. That's it for this episode of Lead Defend. Until next time, check out our website at leaddefend.org for details on the next Lead Defend conference or shoot Seth and Ryan an email at leaddefend at absc.org. If you want to help us out, rate and review Lead Defend on your podcast app and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening. Now go lead. A podcast from the Arkansas Baptist State Convention.